Right, welcome to Red Zone DFS. We are back. We got week six on the horizon. We've got half the teams in the league not on the main slate, it feels like. Uh, but we'll make do. And a few more games that are pending, obviously, just like uh, every other week with COVID and people getting you know sick and ruled out. But we'll roll through uh, our position groups and tell you who we like, who we don't like, and top plays. So... Um, we're going to start with running back today. So Joe, why don't you kick us off? Let us know who you like up top and, uh, middle and bottom. Yeah. Running back was uh, was a little strange for me this week. Um, I had a hard time going low for anybody and I don't really want to pay up for anybody just based on matchups overall. The only person I do feel comfortable paying up for is Derrick Henry against Houston. I mean, the Texans run defense is a dumpster fire. So I believe Henry can have a bounce back week, not rushing for three and a half yards to carry like he did did the other night. Um, My other guy I'm really on is Jonathan Taylor again. He got me 16 points last week, you know, and I feel like he's like hitting his floor at 15, 16 points every week. And he's got the Cincinnati Bengals. They got a 36% advantage on the offensive line. I think this is a week if Taylor can sneak in two or three touchdowns. I think he's my favorite. Um, I also like Montgomery for the Bears. You know, he's getting all the touches now. Um, the Bears are facing the Panthers. Panthers run defense, I think, is very, very weak. So I think the Bears are going to try to grind that game out with him. Um, and my down, the guy I'm going down for is McKissick at 4,400 as my punt. You know, he's got eight targets two games in a row um, with either Kyle Allen or Alex Smith throwing him the ball. I think McKissick, you know, gets that eight targets again. Hopefully just one of them turns into a touchdown. But, yeah, my running backs are very limited this week. So, Taylor, Montgomery, McKissick, Henry. And I might sneak a little girly in there on lineups. I don't have other Falcon stacks. Okay. That's pretty much where I'm at. Cool. Jim? Yeah, I mean, I have some similarities. Um, I really like Henry. My only problem is that paying up for that, I he he's going to be extremely chalky. Um, 25, 26%. Obviously, he can pay that off against Houston. Uh, my only concern is that, you know, if I'm paying up for Derrick Henry and he is going to get like, you know, maybe he has one of those games that he has like 22 carries for 90 yards and a touchdown. At 25 to like 30% ownership, that's like, I, I just don't think it's worth it. Um, no, for, for sure. Me, for me, the guy I'm paying up for this week is Aaron Jones. Um, Joey's guy. I'm surprised he didn't say it. Um, <laughs> I'll sneak some Aaron Jones in there, but seeing his price tag this week is uh, off-putting because he's usually 7000 or 6800 somewhere around there. And they got him up at 76 this week. That was the only thing that was got me off. Yeah, it's, it's certainly lack of options, right? Um, yeah. You know, there's not a lot of people on this slate. Um, a lot of the top running backs are hurt. McCaffrey's still an IR. He's not coming back this week. Um, And no one's going to play him because everyone thinks that Tampa Bay has this amazing run defense. Well, Tampa Bay lost Vita Vey, who is their just absolute stud run stopper inside. I mean, that is one of the biggest keys to their entire run defense, and he's not there anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. We know that Aaron Jones is going to get involved in the passing game. 
Um, so, you know, it's, you know, I'm looking at ownership kind of all over the place right now, but it looks like somewhere between six to 8% for him. Um, sign me up for that. All yeah, day. And he's coming off a, and he's coming off a bye week which, you know, fresh legs. We all love that. Nice, fresh legs. Um, another guy, um, uh, moving down a little bit, um, is Joe Mixon. Um, he's, he's shown that they're going to give him basically all the work. Um, I, I'm looking for three down backs this week, right? Aaron Jones is a three down back. Derrick Henry, that's my other thing where I'm really kind of off Henry this week. I'm a player going to play a little bit of him, but I mean, he came off the field a lot and third down this week and they were up. Um, he had one catch. I mean, he's averaging like 1.5 catches a game. Yeah. So give me a guy like Joe, Mac- Joe Mixon, you know, six to 7% owned. Has he's just going to be on the field the entire time, right? Um, dropping down a little bit more. The two guys that I like kind of in the mid range, like in the 5,000s, uh, Antonio Gibson at 5,500. Um, I like that price. I like the volume he's getting. McKissick, you know, he was getting a lot of, a lot of uh, run the last couple of weeks, but look, they're playing the Giants. Um, you know, Ron, Ron Rivera has made it pretty clear by switching around quarterbacks that, like, he's trying to win games this year. So if they can control the clock, we've seen what the Giants can do against the run, and it's really not much, right? Um, I like that. I also like Miles Gaskin um, against the Jets. Um, we all – the Jets are just a complete – Absolute tire fire. I mean, it's not much more. They're, they're tanking for they're tanking for Lawrence, man. That's it. So it's in the well. It's in the writing hopefully, now. <laughs> hopefully they fire Gase while they're at it too. Because no, me, so me and Vinny were talking about that they're going to keep Gase just so they keep you know uh, resenting him. So they do well, they go on sixteen. The number one pick. So they don't want to make a move. Like, <laughs> yeah, just let them burn I'm, it to the ground. Yeah, I mean, sure, why not? So, I mean, Miles Gaskin is a guy. I mean, look, Jordan Howard, the big knock was that, oh, you know, Jordan Howard's going to get the goal line carries. Well, he was inactive last week. Um, so, it looks like the, he's their guy. And then the one that I'm if I'm going to go down, the furthest I'm going down is 4,300. Um, Melvin Gordon got a DUI this week. I have no idea how much he's going to play. Even if he is active, um, I can't imagine that it's going to be a lot. So I'll take Philip Lindsay in a pretty good game script um, where they're probably going to have to be passing a little bit. And he's the guy who gets in there on most of the passing downs. Um, so the kind of that's where I'm going. Um, the one guy that, uh, that I am going to pay up for that I don't think a lot of people will pay up for. And my one guy where I'm going to eat the chalk is going to be with Alexander Madison this week. Um, you know, about the same ownership as Henry about the same price as Henry uh, but he's just going to get all the touches, um, you know, especially if Dalvin Cook is ruled inactive. He didn't practice today. That I mean, they've shown they're just going to give him all the touches, and he was in a timeshare anyway. He would play a little bit when Cook would play. Now that Cook's not there, it's, you know, Mike Boone behind him. So that, I'll eat the chalk there and get weird somewhere else. What is the uh, kind of, like, chalk report here, like the top five? In like- Running backs? Yeah. Um, Henry Montgomery at 20 to 30 percent. Wow. Or 25 to 30 percent. Madison, and then it's pretty even. Mike Davis at like 16 to 17 percent. But the three guys up in the mid 20s to, you know, 
high 20s, low 30s are Derrick Henry, David Montgomery, and Alexander Madison. That's a chalk this week. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, we're, we're very similar. I'll, I'll, I mean, all three of us, I think. Um, I'm with you guys. If I'm going up, I'm going all the way to the top with Aaron Jones. Um, he just looks awesome. Like, dude's completely refined, like, his body and, like, catching the ball. Like, outside of getting, you know, rod by Williams here and there. Like, he, there's zero concern with me there. Um, I, I I'm not worried about the matchup at all. I think they're going to just absolutely hammer uh, Aaron Jones, you know, down Tampa's throat. Henry, to me, just doesn't look good. Like, he just doesn't look super explosive. Like, te- I you know, I, I don't know, man. Watching the game on, on was it, Tuesday, um, it just didn't seem right. You know, like, Randy, he's going to get the ball. He's in a great matchup. But I'm just not paying 25% chalk for a guy who just doesn't look great. I don't know. Uh, something just doesn't feel right there. Um, Madison... <sighs> I obviously need to see that cook is out, but like I, he's just an unknown and I don't love paying huge chalk and that high price for someone who's unknown. Like I'll be definitely going to more Mike Davis than I will Madison. Like he's see, shown he's going to get 10 to eight to 10 targets in the passing game plus 20 carries. Like he is the dude. Um, what were we going to say, Joe? Um, I was going to say my fade this week is going to be Mike Davis. Um, just because I do feel like a lot of people are going to be on him in general. It's not the Bears, like, defense I'm necessarily scared of. Um, I don't know. I just feel like the Panthers this week, it's going to be a rough day. I think it's going to be yeah, a rough day. Yeah, but, if I mean, Ronald Jones just put know. up 100 yards on them running, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think, like, what Jim said at the beginning is kind of where I'm trying to lean at running back, where it's, like, three down back or just the guy, like the bell cow mm-hmm. guy, you know, um, that's what makes me a little bit nervous on Jonathan Taylor. Like he's still, he's only getting like 12, 14 carries a game. Like they're not leaning on him. Like, you know, if they were giving him 20, 25 carries, it'd be all in on that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just look at, he's going to touch the ball 25, 30 times Mike Davis. Like I'll take that over, you know, who knows with Madison, that game is just weird too. Like what if it does, shoot out you know Atlanta has a little juice after firing um you know their coach and it turns into a shootout like I don't think they're having any alliance to Madison you know to keep them involved like that game could just yeah. turn into, air, into an area I, mean, I, I I disagree I mean they play Madison when Cook's healthy like they obviously like Madison no, they do gonna play what I'm saying is like Minnesota like isn't like, okay, we have to run the ball. Like, if the, I'm just saying if the game gets off and gets going, like, does he get kind of schemed out of, like, game flow? Like, No, because if Cook is out, typically they would put Madison, you know, they Cook plays a lot of the passing downs, but, I mean, Madison can catch the ball. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think that, yeah, I'm actually surprised to see his ownership that high. I thought DraftKings pricing him up, knowing that Cook could be out um, in a good matchup. Um, I mean, kudos to DraftKings for doing that because, like, if they would have priced him in, like, the 5,000s, he might have been, like, 70% yeah, out. For sure. And, and I just look at it like I, I'm always a little hesitant on these backup guys. I know Madison's pretty good every time he gets on the field. Like, he looked good versus Seattle when he was playing. But he doesn't, like, automatically become – uh, cook, you know, like as far as that skill level. So 
I'm not like saying he's a lock for 25. Points. Yeah, and the, that's all. I'm saying, so like, what I've watched with the Vikings this week, and this is just my opinion, the Vikings in general this year. I mean, Dalvin Cook just makes people miss behind the line of scrimmage and gets positive so yardage, good. like frequently, like literally, almost every time he touches the ball, it's not a wide open run for him. He's the one that makes that offense go. There's not like the offensive lines plowing the way for him, like the the Colts O lines doing for Taylor mm-hmm. or Hines. Um, I don't know. I just like you said, Vinny Madison just doesn't have that same skill set as Dalvin, and he, yeah, he's no, going to get the touches. He's going to get the volume, he, and I'm not arguing with the volume. What I am arguing with is, does he have the skill set to actually make those plays? That, I'm not I mean? saying that he does or doesn't. I'm just saying, yes, he. All signs point to this guy having a great game, but like, I'm just not going to ride the chalk wave for for like kind of an unknown. Mm-hmm. Like that's just me. I, I I've just kind of decided on that. So it will depend on ownership, obviously, but. That's kind of how I'm just at least looking at the slate on there. Yeah. Um, I do really like Mixon as well, Jim, for the same reasons. Like, dude's just going to get the ball uh, every time they want to go on the ground, and he's going to see, you know, five to eight targets in the passing game. So um, he's obviously, you know, a special talent and can break one or pop two touchdowns in, and all of a sudden, you know, you're live. Um, yeah. I like Gaskin as well and Gibson um, if I'm going down. And the lowest that I'm going in terms of running back this week, similar just because I think the game is going to play this way, like this is going to be an ugly game, is I'm I'm open to taking Devontae Freeman on the other side. Like it is clearly his backfield uh, with the Giants. He got almost 20 carries last week with two or three touches. Like, you know, I know Washington's got a great pass rush, but like – that game's going to be ugly. That game's going to be so shitty. So, yeah. like, give me the guy who's going to get 20 touches in the 4K range. Like, I'll, I'll take that. You know, there's nobody else who's going to get 20, 20 opportunities in that range. So, um, you don't need a lot for him to pay off. And, you know, he opens up a lot of doors. He's definitely not going to be, like, a core play guy, but someone I'm not, like, afraid to go to. You know what I mean? All right. Let's move on. All right. Let's do it. Well, let's, uh, let's hunt on quarterbacks, Jim. You want to start there, and then we'll kind of, I guess, dive right into, like, receivers. You can kind of talk about some pairing, and, you know, we'll split it up, but we'll kind of, like, merge the two yeah, together. Yeah, so, I mean, if we're going up top, I mean, the guy that is just on the FU tour of the century right now um, is Aaron Rodgers. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's going to pair in well with, you know, me liking Aaron Jones – me liking Devontae Adams, me just liking that whole Packers situation. And, I mean, he's just – I mean, he's just on another level this year. Uh, I mean, he's he's turning absolute no-name guys like Robert Tanyan into, like, guys that people are, like, going to want to play this week on fantasy, <laughs> right? Like, I'm – like – I don't know if I'm going to go back to Robert Tanyan. I had some, you know, I profited off of him while I could with, uh, you know, in, in a nice little showdown win with, with some old Bobby Tanyan. But uh, I just can't get back there. But, I mean, Rodgers is just – he's throwing the ball a lot. When they're down there on the goal line, he throws the ball, right? Um, he, he's got a little bit of a rushing upside. He could get it in there. People are going to be paying up. Um there's not a lot of like super expensive people this week, but there's a lot of like higher price people where, you know, people are going to want to play, you know, Madison and Henry together. Right. And then like some of those higher price guys, and then I really going to be able to pay $7,500 for Aaron Rodgers. Um, 
Especially Rodgers and Adams. Like, if you're going to go there, you know. Exactly. Um, You know, and and the retort to the Aaron Aaron Jones thing is that when Devontae Adams does play, his expected fantasy points go way down because a lot of those targets and a lot of that stuff goes to Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams could have played the week before the bye. They're coming off the bye. I mean, he's going to be ready to go. So Aaron Rodgers probably going to be my highest owned quarterback. Um, I like Cam at 65 going up against Denver. Again, had a little mini buy because he tested positive for COVID. He's going to be back. Um, and then I like really don't like playing this guy because I just like he's got such a punchable face. Uh, <laughs> but like we talked about it a little bit already, the Vikings, right? Kirk Cousins uh... has been, you know, I know, I know. Right. But look, I, I, I think the game's going to be a shootout, too. I want to try and get as much exposure to this game as possible. Um, Matt Ryan has just not looked right. And Kirk Cousins has looked very, very well. He could, he's been throwing the ball well. Right. Um, it also goes well with the two receivers I want to play, both Thielen and Jefferson with him. It's an expensive stack, but I can get there. And then one that you guys are probably going to be like, you know, what did I smoke before this? I already am after the Kirk Cousins call. Like, <laughs> please. So I'm only playing this guy with a stack, right? And it's Nick Foles. $5,800. No, I don't think it's weird at all, my man. Yeah, I got him on my list too. <laughs> I got Nick Foles. You can, you can pair him with a $3,000 Darnell Mooney and Allen Robinson, and you can pretty much go get whoever else you want to after that. Um, you know, <clears throat> we look for those weird plays. Based on his snap and opportunity rate, Mooney has basically supplanted Miller. Um, and like we said, this game is going to be a shootout. Um, it's going to be one of those games that I'm personally going to be targeting, that everyone's going to go to the Atlanta game everyone's going to go want to game stack that game. Like I'm game stacking this game. Like you can play Mooney and Robinson with Foles, and then you could run it back with Mike Davis and DJ Moore. Yeah. Look at this. Foles, Foles has 42 pass attempts in his last two games and yeah. he had 29 pass attempts in the second half. He came in on the, the first game. Here's what oh I mean. God. The volume Nagy, like he trusts Foles to drop back and throw, which he didn't yeah. quite do with Trubisky, right? Like Here's they're going to be throwing the ball like crazy. He's just, but for 42 attempts, like 12 points is what he's average. Like, I, dude, I get it. He was on my list earlier in the yeah, day. Yeah, but all it takes is converting some of those to touchdowns, right? Yeah, and we're playing, <sighs> yeah, we're playing Carolina. Okay, let's not forget that. That's true. And he right? played the Bucks, right. Bucks last week and the Colts the week before. Two strong defenses. Yeah. And yeah. the 12 points not getting the touchdown conversion starts to make a little sense. I mean, I think against Carolina, um, Foles has that plus offensive line grade this week, too. I think he's going to be standing back there with some time. Yep. And like you said, Jim, the Allen Robinson hookup, I think that's the one this week. Yeah, and then, yeah. Like, like I said, I like pairing him with Mooney at $3,000 because, I mean, he's $3,000, right? Yeah. Um, so, some guys that I'm not playing, um, I, I, like, uh, I like some other pieces of this game, but I'm, I'm off Lamar in this Philly game. Um, 7,700, I'd just rather pay down $200 and pay for Aaron Rodgers. Um, if Lamar doesn't do something with his legs, this hasn't been great. Um, 
And then probably Big Ben I'm off too. It's not a great matchup versus Cleveland. I think they're going to probably try and run the ball a little bit. Um, Cleveland's got a pretty good pass rush this year. Um, and, you know, they're Cleveland's – I mean, look, Cleveland's 4-1. and one. I mean, it's, it's rather, like, shocking. Um, it's the first time they've been 4-1 since 1994, um, which, you know, <laughs> Joey, I, Joey was in, like, not even walking yet, I don't think. But, you know – That was three. <laughs> oh, okay. So you were walking. That's good. Um, so I knew the Browns were terrible at three years old. <laughs> yeah, so so Ben is a guy I'm just I'm just kind of off this week, and then I'm probably gonna go away from my guy Burrow this week, even though he's 5400, playing playing Indianapolis. They're just I don't think they're gonna get a ton of plays. Indianapolis is gonna try and slow the ball down, run the ball like you said with Taylor. So that's kind of where I'm going. Yeah, with that noodle arm uh, river. So <laughs> yeah, dude. Joe, do you want to go? Yeah. Um... So, yeah, paying up. If I'm paying up, I'm going Rodgers. I feel like I got to have at least one Rodgers Adam stack. Um, but my favorite people I want to go with this week is Matt Stafford and doing Detroit Lions stacks. Um, going against Jacksonville, Jacksonville's defense is that bad. Uh, Miles Jack is the only good player on that defense, and he's the only player that can cause havoc. True. So, I think Matt Stafford this week um, with Galladay, possibly some Marvin Jones, possibly some Amadola, possibly some Hawkinson. I mean, there's, there's just too many options. That's what scares me with stacks with Stafford, but Stafford's one of those guys, I mean, you can even play him sole this week and he might have 25 plus points and he's going to go really low owned because he has not had a good season. Yeah. Um, the, the only thing with Stafford is that if you're, if you're looking at what it really takes to win you a tournament, you probably need 30 to probably 40 out of your quarterback mm-hmm. Matt Patricia been, still wants to like run the ball 25 times with Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Like, I just like, don't, I don't get it. Um, I know. And, and but the good thing is Stafford's been hitting his floor 17 points twice in a row, 18 and a half and 23 last week. And the upside's way higher this week than he's had. Um, if there's a week for Stafford to go 30 points, I think this could be the one. Okay. Um, he's throwing touchdowns, right? He's when they get in the red zone, their run game gets shut down and he has to throw the ball and make stuff happen. So Stafford's been doing that. Yeah. Um, so I do like Stafford this week. My other guy I really like is Fitzmagic. Um, I'm just scared that everyone's going to be really hyped on him after the Niners last week, but you know, we'll see, but he's going against the jets staff. I mean, Fitzpatrick, let's see, he's thrown. I mean, he was 30 points last week and it wasn't, you know, weird. He had 26 the week before, 25, 27. I mean, Fitzpatrick is throwing the hell out of the ball. So I love me some Fitzpatrick Parker stacks um, and some William stacks as well. Um, I One person I'm not going to go with, though, is Jasicki. Um, he's let me down too much this year. I feel like Fitzmagic just doesn't like throwing to him. You know, he's only getting like five to four targets in a game sometimes. Um, I just think Fitzmagic really likes to go to the outside to his, uh, his I mean, X and his Z. So they're I'm just the, I'm just fading. They're playing the Jets, okay? <laughs> I know who who the absolute dusty fart Jordan Reed, the walking concussion, had two touchdowns against. That's all I'm I saying. I, I, I know. Mean, I just don't. I just don't think Fitzpatrick likes throwing the tight ends. You know, some quarterbacks just love it. I just don't think Fitzpatrick likes doing it, even though Jacecki is a beast. He's a monster. Yeah, their their um, offense isn't specifically designed um, to incorporate a lot of tight end work. Um, like I mean, Jacecki plays in the slot more than he plays at tight end. Yeah, so I mean, I think that's a good call because Gisecki is going to be. We're going to get the tight ends later, but there's not a lot to choose from this week at tight end. So I yeah. think a lot of people are going to go to Gisecki. Um, 
So that's a good call. Yeah. I like that, Joe. So, yeah, he's one of my fades, and that's why. Um, and my other guy is Nick Foles against Carolina, like we just talked about earlier. Don't have to rehash that. Um, the one game I'm really fading is the Cleveland-Pittsburgh game. I feel like yeah. both defenses are very strong. I feel like it's just going to be one of those games that, yeah, the points could rack up just like the Philly-Pittsburgh game did last week. I mean, it can happen. But I think Mayfield's going to have a hard time this week. I think Big Ben's going to, you know, get it done this week. But I think he's going to have a hard time as well. Um, another guy Vinny turned me on to right before the pod started was Carson Wentz. Um, no, I did not. Getting... I mentioned it that I said I would I think I wanted to. As a dart. As a dart. And let's let's be let's let's <laughs> let's just say this, guys. I picked Derek Carr as my that. dart last week, and everyone gave me a hard time because I've been the Derek Carr hater train. Derek Carr was my punt, and he went nuts with rugs, um, and they were both one percent owned. I think Wentz could be in that position this week going against Baltimore. Um, I'm talking a dart. I'm not talking. I'm putting him in more than one lineup. Just a dart lineup and a GPP. I think Wentz against Baltimore. I don't know. I'm not on it. Why not? I need to see, like, for sure. The, I mean, the two biggest things and the reason why it was, like, just kind of like a twinkle out there was Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson might be back this week. Yeah. If they're back, he at least has, like, some pro players surrounding him with Fulgham as well. Then they've got Ertz, Miles Sanders. Like, finally, like, a decent offense for Wentz. And, mm-hmm. you know, everything says they're going to be – And really, Wentz is, Wentz is putting up 20 points, a ga- 20 points a game on average. You know, for 5,600, he's getting you four times. Yeah, that, that's you what know? I'm saying. That, yeah. that was but Baltimore, Baltimore's that. tough, man. But he put up 20 points against Pittsburgh last week. So, so I'll just go back to the thing that in order to win a GPP – you're probably going to need 30-plus points out of your quarterback. And mm-hmm. I think that Carson Wentz can probably get to 20 to 22 uh, versus Baltimore, maybe. Uh, I, I don't think there's a snowball's chance in hell he gets over 30 this week. No, so, definitely. And, and no, right. I'm not playing yeah. Wentz again. It was I'm just saying, for 5,600, if you back. really want to – you know, because like we said, running backs, I think, is going to get a little tough this week to fit all your guys in. And if you want one of those lineups with two better running backs – Wentz could be the guy. But then again, 200 more for Foles. I'm going to have way more Foles going than Wentz. Yeah, that, I'll tell that, you that. That's, that's, the thing, that's the thing with me. It's like I'll, I'll just if, – if Carson Wentz is the reason why I don't win this week, then like, all right, that, that's fine. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just take that L. Yeah, uh, and, the, yeah. and the matchups I – get, I, get th- I get the reasoning, though. The matchup's obviously not good, you know, and I see why you're going Foles there. Again, the only reason why I had yeah. him like – as lightly chalked up as possible is just because again, if you're getting all Sean and Deshaun back, like, you know, you can at least compete and, you know, Deshaun pops one. And if they're trailing, like that's just upside. So yeah. And they do get to play at home. Like a Foles, you know, so that was it. Yeah. And Wentz gets to play at home this week. And that's another little positive. Um, I know the fan thing isn't huge this year, but I do think being your home stadium makes a difference. The other thing with that is I do think the Eagles come out kind of, humming this week and it's just simply with Dak going down in that division like this is the Eagles division to win like there's mm-hmm. no more BS like they have no excuses like you know they got to get some wins under their belt so I don't know again that was like those 0.1% flyer like yeah um in terms of are you are you through your guys Joe yeah 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 so I'm with you guys. Um, love Rogers. I, I will have him on a ton of lineups. Um, I just think he's at this point, like you said, he's on a tour of just madness right now and there's just no stopping him. So cue me up some Aaron Rodgers for sure. Uh, I really, I I'm on Stafford as well, Joe. Um, 
the reason being, I think that game has like really shootout potential because both defenses are just atrocious. Detroit is one of the worst defenses in the league, and so is Jacksonville. So, you know, yeah, give me that with two good. quarterbacks that like to sling it. Like, all right, like I'm interested there. Um, with that, I, I do like some, some Minshew. Um, I mean, he's been hovering around 22, 25 points a game, like pretty consistently. I think if DJ Chark is out, like that obviously is not great for him, but I think that will also get like whatever ownership was going to go his way is gone. Um, well, the I'll last play. time Chark, the last time Chark was out, that game was horrendous by Minshew. Mm-hmm. I mean, it I was know. obvious that Chark was gone. So if Chark's out this week, that scares the shit out of me. It does. However, the one thing I looked up today is Jeff Akuda, their number one pick, the Lions, has mm-hmm. the worst coverage grade in the NFL. He's so bad. Yeah, he's so not he's not transitioning he very well. So bad. I'm gonna play a few men shoot anyways. Obviously, if Chark's in, I'm in on that. Um, if he's not, my favorite receiver is still Chenault in that game. So I will play mm-hmm. some Chenault and Keelan Cole and bring it back with Galladay um, and, you know, throw a dart on that game stack. Um, so I'm not opposed to Minshew at all. I do like my other kind of like sneaky plays. I think everyone you said is going to go towards Derrick Henry and I'm going to lean more Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill looks good, dude. Um, he was playing really well. With A.J. Brown back, they said they're going to get back Humphreys and Corey Davis this week as well, probably off the COVID list. Like, yeah, I'm in. And Jonu Smith, like, that offense is, like, mm-hmm. legit. And I don't think they, like, have to lean on Henry, which is part of the reason why he's not getting – like, he, you know, got 22 carries, not 35 last game. Yeah, like, and honestly, yeah, Tannehill's, I think they're Tannehill's play more. action – is one of the best play actions I've seen in the NFL in a long time. And it could be – I have a lot to do with Henry, obviously. But Tannehill and play action, I feel like every time he pulls that ball up, it's going to be a completion over the middle for 20 yards. I mean, Tannehill is a monster with it. For sure. And, you know, I, I just think he's got sneaky blow-up potential, and I like that if I can go there and get off the Henry chalk but still stay a part of that offense. Like, that's, to me, a little bit sneaky. So, I'll have some Tannehill for sure. Um I'm really on the fence with Brady. I don't really know what to play there. I mean, if we think Rogers is going to continue going scorched earth, like Brady has shown he can go three, four touchdowns this year. Um, Godwin might be coming back. Like I, Scotty Miller, who didn't have a catch and screwed everybody out last Thursday, um, you know, should be better, but you know, I, I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on Brady? Um, I think if Evans and Godwin are both active, I, I then have some interest in Brady. Um, if 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 they're both not active or if one of them is inactive, I just – I don't know. Yeah. So my, my issue with Brady is the Packers have actually been getting pretty good pressure on the quarterback, and Brady is just a freaking statue. Yeah. Um, I mean, he doesn't even – wait for or like try to get out of the way he just like crumples down like like woody in toy story when a human walks in the room he just like his legs go out and it just like oh gets down real quick and for sure the packers have been bringing good pressure they they blitz a lot they have one of the highest blitz percentages out of any defense in the league but that's and, where i do think like in yes he needs all of his weapons back for me to like lock that in but that's the one thing in his career Brady will shred is if a team's bringing uh, pressure like that. Um, 
So I do like that. I also kind of like the sneaky bounce back. I mean, the last image we have is Brady, like forgetting what down it was and blowing the game versus the bears. Like when's the last time that happened like back to back in a Brady game? Like for some reason, something tells me this guy's just like, I don't know, just been eating avocado ice cream and like watching film nonstop for like 10 days. Like he's going to be ready to rock. So uh, if, if we like Rogers, I just feel like, you know, you have to kind of be a little bit interested in the other side of that game. So, yeah, I mean, you, you do, right. But it doesn't mean you have to be interested in Brady. You don't, um, but he's, I guess what I'm getting at is he's a thousand dollars less than Rogers. Like you could easily go Rogers, Evans or Godwin and Adams and load up that 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 game stack yeah i don't know i mean brady can get there i just i don't know I, yeah. it's just not it's just not for me this week in order for me to can reconsider you know you know this is coming out on a friday um if, I if, like i said if 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 evans and godwin are in then i'm in more so if godwin's in i'm in because yeah, yeah. they can bring him down into the slot um, I don't know why they just decide to not bring Mike Evans into the slot more because he can play really well. Um, him, him and Jameis Winston did a lot of damage over the deep middle in the 20 to 40 yard zone. Um, I don't, I didn't see them doing any of that this year. I went back and watched a couple games and I mean, he's strictly running stuff on the outside. He'll run those little like, you know, little in routes and stuff toward the goal line and have some like one yard touchdowns. But when they're out in the middle of the field, they, they don't run very many over the middle routes with him. It's, it's all deep, which is fine. But I mean, I, he's think, a big Evans, I think Evans has been playing pretty banged up so far this season. Yeah. And it's kind of obvious that there's That's a lot right. of plays where they don't, he's in the game, but he's not really in the play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of moments like that with Evans. Like they're just sticking him on the outside just to, you know, give him a playoff or whatever. And for sure, I just think he's really banged up right now. And that's why he gets those one yard, two yard catches because he can make those plays, but running down the field, you know, I think last week we saw him pull up on a play on a, on a nine route where he pulled up, you know, all a little gingerly, but he kept playing, you know, yeah. and I just, Evans worries me, but you're right. If Godwin's in, I do like a Brady Godwin stack. Godwin was out with a concussion. It's not like he was out with a knee injury or an ankle injury or something like that. Yeah. So when he's back, he's back. Yeah. Um, and Godwin definitely has that big, big play potential. So and yeah. you see Brady's arm is live this year, man. I'm just scared of uh, Green Bay a little bit. I think that defense is really solid. Um, I, am too, I am too. I just – I think they're on a mission this year. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it – I, I, if uh, – on mobile quarterbacks a little bit. I mean, you saw it with Matt Ryan. That Matt Ryan is just a statue. And the Packers just absolutely destroyed him. Um, yeah. Tampa, Tampa the Packers Bay's, got good corners, man. They, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll cover well and make you sit back there and wait for someone to get open, which that's what scares the hell out of me too. Yeah. So well, I'll, uh, I'll just touch on – I mean, obviously, if I like the quarterbacks, I like the receivers that are going with those guys. But some of the guys we didn't talk about as far as just straight-up receiver plays that I do like – Ridley and Thielen, I mean, obviously they're in just great spots. Um, you know, if I can get there, I'll, you know, I will. Um, I'll definitely have more Devonta Adams for the reasons we talked about, but I like both of those guys, obviously. Um, Galladay and Robinson, obviously you're in smash spots, more, you know, in the mid to high range. Um, 
I do like Jefferson as kind of a pivot off of Thielen, you know, like any one of the, either of those guys could go off hell. They could both go off. So um, Jefferson's at a really good price. Um, Very low ownership on Jefferson too. Oh, okay, um, so that Jefferson might... grades out really high on PFF. He's been very, yeah. very efficient this year, and that's not going to slow down. No, for it's sure. It's not a fluke, him doing – it's not like Claypool going off last week. Shout out to me on that one. But <laughs> <laughs> So it's not like Claypool going off that he has nothing – you know, Jefferson's been doing well week in, yeah. week out. So I think Jefferson is definitely in a good spot. Totally, and I'll just, I'll just kind of rifle through the, the last bit of guys. Um, A.J. Brown really like – I yep. love Hollywood Brown is going to score a touchdown this mm-hmm. week. And he's yeah. the, oh, it's him and Mark Andrews. So I, you know, it's like, I feel like you got to get a piece of both of those guys. They're going to get every target. So combined. with Hollywood, his last two games. So look at this. He's got six targets in his first three games, eight targets, then 10 targets in his last game. It's ramping up. Lamar's the, trying to get him the ball more. Yeah. And forcing it to him. I do really like the Marquise Brown play this week. And I'm yeah, usually I like, never on Ravens receivers. He's the right price. He's like low sixes. Um, with Cam coming back, I do like Edelman. Um, I think that's really sneaky. Like, I think he's going to come in at like one to 5%. Um, no one's going to be on Edelman. So, um, and then I mentioned it earlier. Um, my favorite low price guy is LaVisca Chanel. Um, the, the Lions are absolutely terrible. This guy's averaging like 12 to 14 points a game, like against good or decent defenses. Like give me the Lions. And if uh, DJ Chark is out, like I think Chenault's going to absolutely explode. So, um, and then I really like Jamison Crowder. Everyone's a little freaked out that Miami's getting some of their corners back, but Crowder plays in the slot. Those guys play on the perimeter. So the Jets and there's no one else. else. Yeah. Well, well, they have one other guy yeah, we'll talk I, about. I'm playing Jeff Smith again. He's yeah. 3K, um, and he saw another 10 targets last week. So, at 3K, if they can, if Flacco can just like freaking look, throw one somewhere in the vicinity of him and connect, like for a touchdown, it's game on. Look, so. he dropped he dropped a touchdown last week. Like he he's probably not very good, but like the Jets <laughs> don't have anybody else. No, they, they just no. cut the most talented offensive player outside of Jamison Crowder that they had. Um, yep. And they're going to, they're going to let dust bowl Frank Gore continue to rumble on down the field. Uh, uh, like it, I, me I don't know why, I don't know why DraftKings honestly didn't raise Jeff Smith's price a little bit. Like he's just a dead man again after getting 11 targets. Like, yep. I'll take him. And then the last guy with the Jags that I'm kind of high on um, is Keelan Cole. Uh, same th- reasons, you know, obviously if Chark's in, I'll go more Chark and Chenault. But if Chark is out, I have no problem playing Chenault and Keelan Cole. So yep. that's where I'm um, going. I mean, you touched on a lot of the guys. One guy you did not touch on that I will be playing uh, is Terry McLaurin. Um, $5,700 for a guy that is going to dominate the targets on the team. Um I'll take that all day long. There's one reason I've scratched him off, and that's because of Joey's guy, Bradbury, who has been playing a freaking Pro Bowl level. I don't uh, like he's one guy out of 11 on that defense is like a stud. Like, I don't know where he came from. Like, as far as I know, he's always been good, but dude, he's like a lockdown corner right now. So that's, that's fine. But I mean, McLaurin could get 15 targets. He could. Yeah. So at 57, like, look, if he was 6,500, I would probably be thinking twice. But at 5,700, I mean, that's 
you're yeah. pricing it with the expectation that Bradbury, you know, is not going to let him do a whole lot, but they've been moving him around a little bit and they're going to take deep shots to him. I mean, all it takes is one and I'll yeah. take that. If he, especially if he's going to get the opportunity. Um, I just don't know who he's even playing quarterback there. Like, okay. I don't, Kyle, I don't really Kyle care. Smith, like they're, they're, they're all the same. They're all the same level of shittiness. Right. I mean, I guess I, I actually think Dwayne Haskins was a little bit better for McLaurin because he would be risky and push it down the field. Yeah, Kyle exactly. Allen is good. Kyle Allen's going to start. We saw last year with Kyle Allen, he would throw deep to DJ Moore. I mean, they took shots down the field last year, and that's yeah, why yeah. DJ Moore was such a high draft pick in seasonal leagues this year, you know, because people saw the production from last year. They saw what we saw last week in the Atlanta game. So, sure. I mean, Kyle, Kyle Allen's going to throw the ball down the field. Um, yeah. The Dolphins receiver that I'm going to this week is Devontae Parker. Um, I think a lot of people are going to chase the Preston Williams game from last week, but I mean, he only caught four passes and yeah, he turned it into 101 yards and for, and a touchdown. But I, I, I mean, I, I just like Parker. He's not very expensive. Um, I'll go there. Um, and then, I mean, as far as like matchups, I mean, we said it Jefferson, um, but you know, <laughs> I think you got to play a fair amount of Thielen. He has the best matchup rating by like 12 points this week uh, going yep. up against A.J. Terrell. So, um, you I know, know. he's, he's going to be chalky. Um, you know, the, the three most chalky receivers this week are going to be Galladay at 19 to 22%, A.J. Brown at 18 to 20%, and then Thielen at 17 to 19%. But honestly, that, that ownership for Thielen just doesn't scare me away. Um, especially if I'm playing my guy Kirk. Well, and especially if you're getting a little bit different at running back, right? Like if you're not going Henry and, uh, you know, Madison, like you're going Aaron Jones and Mixon, you know, yeah. like you're different enough there that you can, I mean, you don't have to like avoid chalk at every position. You know? No, not, not at all. And, no. that, and, you know, 18% is something I can live with for a guy that has the best matchup rating, um, it yeah. has been playing unbelievably, and, like, they're just going to keep feeding him the ball. And like you said, like, the Vikings, while Mike Zimmer is probably having an aneurysm because they're throwing the ball too much because he just loves to run the ball, they, they just can't do it, right? Yeah. And, if, and it's a good spot to get away from Madison. If people are just going to go hammer Madison, right, kind of like we talked about, like, I'm going to play Madison – but I, I think if you're going to pick one guy on the Vikings to play this week and just go all in on him, I think it's got to be Thielen. Yeah, I agree. Joe, anyone we missed or anyone you want to add I on? I just uh, really on Detroit, um, pick your poison, Galladay, Jones, Amadola. Amadola is only 4,100. I mean, he could be a total dart to get a touchdown this week. Jacksonville's I, that bad. This, um, dude, that you said it. This could be like one of those sneaky Marvin Jones weeks where like he's done yeah. nothing for five and weeks. He does and it he all the time. Three touchdowns. Yep. He's a huge red zone target, man. The guy's got those long arms. He makes weird plays in the end zone. He does it frequently every season. So, yeah. I really like Galladay. He's my favorite. I'll pivot up with a couple Marvin Jones and I'll definitely sneak some Amandola in there just because 4,100. Why not? Um, Love Thielen and Jefferson, like you guys were just saying. Um, I'm really high on Crowder this week. Um, who else are going to throw to? Because 
Jones, honestly. Like you guys said, Jeff Smith, yeah, he's getting the targets, but he's still Jeff Smith, and he did drop a touchdown last week. And just because you're starting doesn't make you any good. Just because you're in the NFL doesn't make you NFL caliber. Um, would well, he even be on any other teams right now, right? I mean, the Jets are a semi-pro football team right now, and I was I was bagging on you guys last week for this, and I was right. Like, yeah, he got 11 targets, but what do you get, four points? Uh, so, but he was three thousand dollars. So every lineup I had Jeff Smith in, I cashed. Put it so this way: three, he, had, he had two points less than Juju Smith. Exactly. You know what I mean? I so, like, for the savings of almost four grand, like, okay, you yeah. know. All, all, no, no, all I, I get your thinking. I'm just not going to play a bad player. Well, <laughs> that's I mean, me. that's, that's fine. I prefaced it with saying I don't think he's very good. Yeah, no. But if he, but if, and we can't, and we can't expect that he's going to get eleven targets again, right? No, I mean you probably but, more assume he's going to get seven or eight this week, right? More realistic for, for a guy that's three thousand dollars, like, sure, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. The other, the oh, other yeah. guy that I talked about earlier was was Mooney for three thousand, which, yeah, I think, I think that's a good play too. But yeah, um, my other guys I like, I really like Devonte Parker. Um, doing a Fitz, uh, Devontae Parker. Like you said, Jim, I'm a little off Preston Williams this week. Um, Preston's really only averaging four or five targets a game. Yeah. Um, I don't see that really changing. Um, and, yeah, he just had a big game last week. San Francisco was hurt to shit. They're playing, you know, third-string corners. So, even though the Jets are third-string everything. But I'm all over Devontae Parker with Fitz this week. I really like A.J. Brown with some Tannehill. I'm going to have at least one Rodgers-Adams stack. Um, probably my favorite player this week is Allen Robinson. You saw Foles just force-feeding Robinson last week. Like, Dude, literally every play. Just hitting him on eight-yard comebacks, five-yard digs. Like, he just wants to get the ball to Robinson and as well as he should because Robinson is that guy. And then the other thing that's really big with Robinson right now is he's in a contract year. And, yeah, he got paid for, with the Bears, but he was coming off that nasty leg injury. I think mm-hmm. if Robinson goes off this year like he has been, he's looking at big numbers this offseason. So I think Allen Robinson is playing that contract here. Nick Foles is force-feeding him the ball. Robinson's my favorite. Um, I also love Ridley if I'm going to pay up that Atlanta game. I, I do think there's a bounce back for Matt Ryan. This is why I won't bench Matt Ryan in my Yahoo leagues because you never know when Matt Ryan's just going to put up 40 points and throw for five touchdowns or just shit the bed. I mean, there is too yeah. much potential with him. Um, and like you guys said with Jacksonville, I, I love uh, Chark as always, but I do love Chenalvin. He's getting, I think Minshew's, you know, getting that collaboration with Chenal, and they're starting to really, you they're know, just finding different bit, ways you know? to give him the ball, dude. And he's yeah, so- and he's a running back, dude. They give him a slant pass, and he turns into a running back. So, so he, those are my so guys. I'm keeping a very small pool this week. I really want to play Chenal. I know, and if he's active, and Chark's not active, he might be my highest owned wide receiver this week. Yeah. But he didn't practice Wednesday, uh, limited practice on Thursday because of a hamstring issue. So but he has been dealing with that for a few weeks. It's not new. Yeah, he was limited today. But So again, I think he plays on it, and then they just don't practice him, and then he plays on it. So I'll, I'll, if, if he's <laughs> – like I said, if he's active, uh, I'm going to have a fair amount of him. Mm-hmm. Um, the price is just too good for someone who's – 12 to 15 points like like his yeah again who, someone who they're trying to actively like force the ball yeah to, right yeah. um and and i really don't understand alan robinson's price um he hasn't gotten yeah. less than nine targets 
all year, he's averaging 12.5 targets a game. And, like, I get that Devontae Adams is too, but, I mean, Ridley put up a zero two games ago. A zero. Like, zero. Like, the worst Allen Robinson's done this year is put up, like, 12 points in a, in a week, and that was week one, right? Mm-hmm. With Mitch Tru- – I'm sorry, week two, he put up 6.3 versus the Giants, which is kind of weird. Um, but it wasn't zero, right? And then the last three weeks, he's had 13 targets, 10 targets, and 16 and Guess what? That's as soon as Foles came in. Foles yeah. loves throwing to this guy. It's obvious, and it's not changing. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I just don't know. He might, he might be in sixty percent of my lineups this week. I mean, yeah, I'm going big, Allen Robinson. Um, and honestly, the more I'm thinking about how much I love Robinson, is more I'm gonna, more fools I'm going to have going. So yeah, big time. Especially, yeah, I just love targeting the Panthers this year. It's worked out for me so far. So yes, why go against uh, what's working? I like it. Uh, one guy, just a disclaimer, throwing up a flag uh, that I will be full fading is uh, Will Fuller. He's been healthy for two weeks now. Uh, he's due for a hammy or an ankle. So, don't he's that guy I see when I'm scrolling down, and I just keep scrolling. Like I never even stop to look at his shit. Like well, look, I, I can't stand him. He's been good, but like uh, I'm just saying, just straight from an injury injury perspective, like he's due. Like, mm-hmm. just saying, just throwing it out there. All right, we'll sit on tight ends real quick. This is a terrible position group this week. Yeah, uh, it's not great. Jim, why don't you lead us off and just knock out a few of your guys? Um, You know, I'm not super high in Gesicki. I hope Fance is active because I would like to play him. Um, That's another guy that if we're looking at teams are actively looking to get him the ball, um, and they are. Um, He's a monster, dude. Like, he looks like he belongs on a level higher than the NFL sometimes. (laughs) Uh, He's He's a fucking monster. Drew Drew Locke, I think, is going to be back this week. Yeah. so that makes me feel a lot better than whoever Rippin was throwing picks against the Jets and like, ugh, God. Yeah, um, okay. I like Hawkinson this week. Uh, the guy that I'm going to go to that, you know, he just has looked horrible this year. But Vinny brought it up earlier, um, and I think this actually helps him out more than it helps the quarterback out um, for production-wise is Zach Ertz. Um, they're going to be down in this game. They're going to have to throw the ball. Ertz having Jeffrey and Jackson and other pieces in there really helps him out, right? Because he does most of his work in the 5 to 25-yard range from the line of scrimmage, right? With those guys out, they've had to try and get him the ball more and more, um, and they've really just forced it to him. So, you know, he, I mean, he hasn't been horrible. Um, last week he was horrible. But the weeks before that, you know, seven points, 14 points, nine points. And he's priced down now at $5,000. So he's going to be low-owned. I'll take a stab on him. Um, the guy that I'm, if I'm going to go pay down, um, is Austin Hooper. Um, oh, he dude, actually, oh, my guy. He actually even with, has, even with uh, the Joker back? Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Um, so, like, he he has one of the highest target shares per route run in the entire NFL this year. I mean, he's, like, number six, but like, right behind Adam Thielen. So, like, every time he runs a route, like, they're actively looking to throw him the ball. 
He gets a lot of red zone looks. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball that effectively in the red zone with the, with the Steelers defense. So at 3,900, that, that's a guy I'll go to. I mean, Njoku, I, I mean, he's coming off injury. Okay. Uh, a guy that I'm basically just like full fading this week because everyone saw him catch all of those touchdowns is Jonu Smith. And Jonu Smith looks great, but at the end of the day this year, he's got 18 catches and five touchdowns. That That's simply a touchdown rate that is unsustainable and is going to regress at some point. Um, and check this out. He was a limited practice. He has a little quad injury he's dealing with this, a little, you know, uh, small tissue injury. They just played on Tuesday. Yep. And they're going to play on Sunday. Um, I don't know. I'm with you, Jim. The whole John O. Smith. Like, I've been on him all year, man. I was on him before the season. He is great. Um, he's, but I don't he's know. Good, short right? week. Little short week. Little, you know, muscle injury. I don't know. And, and the weeks that I was playing him earlier in the season, right, he was down in the 4,000 range, 4,400. He's 5,200 this week. So I'd rather pay $100 more and play Hawkinson, or I'd rather drop down $200 to play Ertz. Um, last, last week, they didn't have Davis. They didn't have Humphreys. Um, you know, they just had a limited amount of weapons out there. All those guys coming back is just going to take touchdown looks away from Jonu, and that's really where they still look for him. And, I mean, they were actively targeting Anthony Ferkser, which, again, won me some money in showdown at $200 in that game, um, a lot more than I had expected, right? Maybe it's because Jonu was hurt. Maybe it was the lack of options in the receiving game. But he's a guy that, you know, is going to get talked about, and a lot of people are going to play this week that I'm just going to – just take the stance to full fade him. And if it, and if it hurts me, like, okay, that that's okay. But he could also have one catch for four yards this week. And that wouldn't be a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll make mine real quick. We're on very, pretty much the same guys. Uh, the only one he didn't mention, which I figure is pretty self-explanatory is Mark Andrews. If he can get there. Um, but Andrews, Fant, Hawkinson, Ertz, Hooper. That's where I'm going. And I'm not going uh, below Hooper. I just think like below that um, and even that is like a little risky, but like the target shares aren't there. You're literally just, if you're going to do that, you may as well pick the cheapest guy on the slate and just like. So I've, I've got one guy all the way down and I'll wait to see if Joey says it or not. All right, Joe. All right. So if I'm paying up for anyone, it's going to be Fanton Hawkinson. Um, I'm fading Jacecki. I'm fading Andrews this week. Um, I like Ertz, especially if he's got those receivers back. This yeah. could be, honestly, one of those really dart plays with a full Philadelphia Eagles stack, Wentz, Ertz, Deshaun, and cool. you could really run it up if they start, you know, pummeling Baltimore a little bit. You never know. It's the NFL. Um, and it's just more than the guy on Ertz. Like, they can't they – No, have, exactly. They have to play a little bit more balanced, which opens things up. So, yes. yep. Um Another guy that I really like, and I don't like that I like him, but he's been doing pretty decent for me. Um, I just don't like how much he's priced up as Jimmy Graham. He's 5000 but he's always in. He's lining up on the slot. He's getting targets. He gets red zone targets. Um, he got, what, one touchdown actually that last week, and then he actually ended up converting the, on the same drive. Um, so he's getting the red zone target. So I kind of like him. Another person I like is Evan Ingram, even though the New York Giants offense is absolutely abysmal, but so is the Washington Redskins or 
the Washington Potatoes uh, defense is <laughs> fucking terrible too. So Evan Ingram could be a play this week. Another guy I'm kind of interested in is Gronk. Um, ever since OJ Howard went out, he's starting to get some more targets. He's starting to – it looks like, you know, he's starting to get a feel back for the NFL again. Um, so Gronk might be a guy I go with. If, if, the weird, if, if Evans is out and Godwin is in – I might have Gronk in a lineup or two. Yeah. So I'm interested in Gronk, you know, down at like 4,700 there. If I'm going cheap, 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 and this is going to sound the weirdest one ever because he does not get targets, but it is Kyle Rudolph for the Minnesota Vikings at 3,700. Now, my only reasoning, my only reasoning, 3,700, and he's proven that he is a goal line machine. And he did it a couple times last year where he gets all his touchdowns in one game. And this could be the game against Atlanta where he just snakes Thielen and Jefferson and steals two or three touchdowns on only three targets. And Rudolph is a weird one. He's a complete dart at 3,700. He might give me two points. He might give me 20. Who knows? But Rudolph's my guy. If I'm going really down, he's the, my weird cross my fingers. They get on the goal line and they got to pass it to him. Because Madison can't run on the goal line. Jim's taking you know what I mean? Side of that, uh, that formation. Yep, twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> Irv Smith. They actively okay. try and throw him the ball. Um, he hadn't really been involved all year. They finally got him involved against Seattle. Um, had seven targets, four catches for sixty four yards. If he does that again at twenty five hundred dollars, great. Um, right. I, I, I'm all in. He's he's a dynamic athlete. Um, unlike Kyle Rudolph, who, you know, Hey, he's a one-handed machine, dude. (laughs) Great. Fantastic. He's a one-handed telephone pole. that just stands there in the end zone. So like, uh, uh, there he's, he's $2,500, right. It allows you to open it up. Um, I, I really like him in the game stack with like Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, and then you can play Jefferson and Irv Smith running it back, right? Let's you get a little bit weird, lets you get a little bit different, um, gets you off the chalk of Ridley a little bit. Um, and again, at $2,500, it just opens up so much for you that you can kind of go elsewhere. Um, if you are going to go down to one of these twenty-five dollars or $3,000 guys, I'm not playing two of these guys in the same lineup. Um, that would be a real lightning ride to play like Jeff Smith and Irv Smith together. That maybe that's it. Maybe I just hit on it. Play the Smith brothers and oh and you'll be okay. But, play the uh, right Smith guys. There's like 20 of them in the, uh, <laughs> in the roster pool. <laughs> hey, those are the two that I'm playing this week. No, $2,500. Look, I'm going to have them in a couple lineups. Um, I'm not just going to play them by himself. Uh, I'll play him in those game stacks that I'm playing. Um, you know, like with Cousins, Thielen, and Smith, right? I mean, that's – that's yeah. it, it. he could get you zero, right? But he could also get, you know, four for 64. And if one of those turns into a touchdown, now we're talking 16 points. Now we're 8, 9x value. And, like, that's, mm-hmm. that's really looking good for your lineups at, like, sub 1% ownership. I like it. All right, let's cool. uh, move on to defense, huh? Let's finish this bad boy up. All right. I will, I guess, lead it off. Uh, I like the Patriots. I like the Steelers. Um, I will be playing some potatoes. 
Um, again, I think the Giants just aren't very good. And if Washington can just get the same pressure with Chase Young back on Daniel Jones, like definitely see, you know, a few sacks, possibly, you know, a few picks yeah. there. Sweat's, um, back th- or, uh, sweats back this week too. So yeah, I, I love one, well, maybe don't love, but I like Washington, uh, the dolphins against the jets for obvious reasons. Um, oh. I feel like a pretty easy play. Um, and then the one team that I'm gonna just gonna go there and whatever is I'll go all the way down to play Cincy. Um, Philip Rivers has more interceptions Ooh. than touchdowns this year, uh, and he is not good. So, yeah, if the Colts were smart, they would run the ball 55 times this game and just grind out the win. Yeah, like they could score three <laughs> not give it to Philip, but if Rivers throws a pick or two, it takes a few sacks. Like at 2100, like four or five points, like six points. See, Vinny, I really like that play because there's a really good chance Phillip Rivers gets benched during they, this game. They committed to him earlier this week, but, again, all of his – But we've seen that happen plenty of times. Like, we're committing, he's starting, and then Sunday comes and he throws two picks in the first quarter. Of the Dude, game. this is a guy who cannot throw the ball over 30 yards. Like, like awful. I do not understand for me why they did not go out and sign Jameis for half the price. Or Cam – yeah, I mean, but Cam was asking for Cam was asking for a little bit more money. He ended up getting nothing, basically, right? But they paid Phil Rivers all his money, and I mean, Jameis Winston is going to throw as many interceptions probably as Philip Rivers. But when you need him to throw the ball down the field, I mean, their best offensive player, it, it they might as well just trade Ty Hilton to the Jets yeah. for yeah. you know a first round pick and say, hey, we want Jeff Smith back. And just put Jeff Smith out there. Because, like, T.Y.'s skill set of moving, you know, pushing the ball down the field is completely gone with Philip yeah, Rivers. Like like you said, Vinny, he literally can't throw it 30 yards down the field. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not afraid of rolling the Bengals out there. I mean, they got steamrolled no, like versus Baltimore last week. But outside of Kansas City, Baltimore steamrolls everyone, you know. Um, and they just overwhelmed them. And so – and that was honestly, like, the Bengals couldn't do anything offensively. And they just – completely i mean would they have like two defensive touchdowns i think baltimore too so you know like i i'm not too concerned about this one like again if they put up two three points like it's not ideal but at 2100 it definitely does not kill you you know Mm -hmm. um so no i mean the most the most you can get for negative points on DraftKings is negative four yeah and that means they they have to give up 35 plus points with no uh, sacks, no interceptions. Exactly. And, so and, the, the, the worst you can do, the very, very worst I think you can do for 2,100 is like two points probably. Yeah. Right? And even then, I mean, I think you're, you're probably looking at a floor of Cincinnati of like probably three to four points um, with, like you said, all it takes is one interception or Phillip Rivers doing some weird like thing when he like – tries to like get his body moving and like yeah, running he, the he ball, sounds like, he's like ball like like flies off i mean it, yeah it's I, almost I'm, time like it i thought phil i really thought philip rivers going there could like make an impact uh but now i'm like man he should have just retired but i mean good on him for getting another what like i think they paid him 18 19 million for this year so oh yeah uh I mean, no rivers is making like 27 million Oh my yeah, he's god! Paid. 
That's yeah. why they're not benching so, him for Brissett that's yet. So that's bad. literally it. So I, I'm, um, just, I'm, I'm not afraid of it. So I'll, I'll have mostly. Yeah, I'm with you, Ben. And the red and, and red potatoes, whatever you want. I like them. that. If I'm uh, <laughs> the red potatoes, uh, I really like those uh, Bengals Jets for sure. If I'm paying down, but my two favorite teams are the Steelers and the Browns. I feel like that game is just going to be really sloppy, a lot of sacks, weird interceptions, just oddness happening everywhere. So if I can fit the Steelers in, I want the Steelers going. Yeah. Um, but if I want to go cheaper, if I need to go cheaper, I want to go Browns. Um, Browns are getting picks. Browns are getting pass rush. Um, Browns are pretty nasty on defense, man. Um, they put up over 10 points over uh, two times this year already out of five games. So, fuck it. Why not? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I don't hate that call. I mean, I just look at who the Browns have played. And, you know, they played Baltimore – the Browns' defense only put up four points against Cincinnati. That was um, a weird game, <laughs> don't you think? But, but see, well, like, remember that's like, when Burrow started just going nuts. He threw like sixty-five passes. So, like, if but to Vinny's point, if I'm going to go all the way down there, I'm just going to keep going all the way to the Bengals. I'm with Vinny on that one. Um, I'm going to play some uh, football team as well, um, or as the Potatoes. I think they should just change their name to that. I think that's a great. I like name. the. I think we're calling the Washington Potatoes from now on. That's fine with me. That's, a, that's I heard it somewhere movie. on Twitter, and it just clicked. I'm like, that's perfect. Yeah, we'll just stamp that from now on. Um, I think the highest I'm going this week is the Steelers um, at 3,600. Um, I, I, I just don't think the Patriots are worth paying 4,100 for. Um, and then the Ravens are 4,500. Like, look, I, that's so much to play for a defense, and a lot yeah. of people are going to play them. And see, um, that's why I want to reverse that and play an Eagle stack against that Ravens team, right? I feel like a lot of people are going to pay up for that Ravens, and which means Philly's going to go low, and I feel like you're going to get the reverse on that. Um, yeah. Um, I, I, I think my favorite play of the week is the Steelers. I think the Steelers are a defense that they create a lot of pressure. They're one of the uh, league leaders in sacks. Um, they haven't had a defensive touchdown yet. And Baker Mayfield is hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got some sort of like separated shoulder or something. Um, his ribs are also bruised. Like Baker's been playing a little bit too well so far this year. Um, that blow up Baker, like four interception game is coming. And I think it's this week. Yeah. So at 3,600, I, I think the, the Steelers have a ceiling of 20 to 25 points this week. So if I'm, that's probably them. Yeah, they're they my favorite as well. They're probably my highest owned team of the week. Um, and now talking about it, like I'm thinking maybe I should play a little bit of Connor to run it back with. But, yeah, I don't know. But 